Hi, this is Martha DeGrasse here for Wi-Fi Alliance, and this is The Signal, our podcast, where we give you the inside track on Wi-Fi. Our goal is to bring you smart conversations with industry leaders and deliver a new perspective on the growing portfolio of Wi-Fi technologies we see changing the connectivity landscape. In this episode, we'll be focusing on the four trends in Wi-Fi for 2022 that Wi-Fi Alliance has just released. You'll find more info on these in the show notes. And joining us is none other than Edgar Figueroa. He is president and CEO of Wi-Fi Alliance. Edgar, welcome to The Signal. Hi, Martha. Thanks for having me. Of course. So as you know, we're here to talk about the outlook for 2022. And obviously, I think a good place to start is Wi-Fi 6 and Wi-Fi 6E. I think adoption has been faster maybe than even expected here. What kind of numbers are you looking for as we head into 2022? Well, let me just start by saying in 2022, we expect uh, the momentum that we've had in the Wi-Fi industry for a number of years to continue very, very strongly. We expect to ship over four and a half billion new Wi-Fi devices into the world. And a bulk of that will be Wi-Fi 6 devices. Wi-Fi 6 is offering just terrific improvements. And folks are experiencing that. And I think once you experience the Wi-Fi 6 enhancements, just don't want to go back and make a switch to it. Excellent. And let's double click on that 4.4 billion for just a second here. That's like a quarter of all the devices that are even in use in the world right now, right? So that's a really big ramp in device and access point shipments this year. And what about specifically on Wi-Fi 6E? What are the expectations there? For Wi-Fi 6E in 2022, we expect to ship about 350 million devices. Keep in mind, the spectrum for uh, Wi-Fi 6E has only been available, I don't know, maybe about a year and a half or so, and it's not available everywhere. So it's remarkable that uh, there's this level of interest to where we're projecting hundreds of millions of uh, Wi-Fi 6E devices to ship. But the uh, expectation is that Wi-Fi 6E will also be very, very popular in 2022 and, and from then on. More broadly speaking, in 2022, we expect to ship 2.3 billion Wi-Fi 6 devices. And, you know, that just tells you, right, that the, the impetus for the growth in the Wi-Fi industry now is really being driven by Wi-Fi 6 generally. Absolutely. I was on your website earlier and I saw comments from Qualcomm and Broadcom to exactly that point. So I guess one of the things that's helping Wi-Fi 6E specifically is automated frequency coordination. Is that right? That's right. Automated frequency coordination is a fancy way of uh, describing you know, some intermediary, some broker that's making decisions about the spectrum that can be used. As you alluded to earlier, we made a number of predictions for 2022. One of them was the Wi-Fi Alliance AFC framework will really make a big impact in making the AFC concept a reality. One of the milestones uh, for the last few years for the entire Wi-Fi industry is this availability of 6 gigahertz spectrum, which in some places can be up to 1,200 megahertz of additional spectrum that brings not only more capacity, but the ability to deliver data even faster and more reliably. And regulations have throttled how much power uh, devices can use on their own. And in some scenarios, for example, Mm -hmm. outdoors, devices can only connect at full power if they go through this broker service 
that we refer to as an AFC, uh, which stands for Automated Frequency yeah. Coordinator, in order to ensure that we are protecting interference for incumbents. And Wi-Fi Alliance has taken a leadership position in taking the AFC concept to reality. Some of the ways we're doing that is by developing technical details about how the AFC will operate. In the last few months, we made a suite of technical material available, which includes details about the AFC architecture, the protocols that it will use, and even how devices will be tested. And we expect that in 2022, you'll see, as a result, a number of instantiations of the AFC systems that will go through FCC authorization. And ultimately, that will allow countless Wi-Fi devices to take advantage of the full potential of that newly available 6 gigahertz spectrum at full power. Okay, excellent. And I think the FCC is expected to address this during the first half of the year. Is that right? We expect that in the first half of 2022, FCC will go through its process of vetting some of the organizations that have offered to deliver AFC services. And so for the first half of the year, you know, we'll go through a process of testing and validating. And by the second half of the year, I think you can expect to see the initial rollouts of AFC services potentially. Excellent. But even before AFC, it seems like we've seen Wi-Fi 6 reach 50% market adoption, and that's happened much more quickly than previous Wi-Fi generations. What do you think accounts for this? Well, obviously, Wi-Fi 6 is a new version of Wi-Fi, and it brought with it a broad range of performance improvements from jitter and latency, which might be very important to gamers or virtual reality applications in healthcare and education. For sure. Yeah, to improvements in capacity and coexistence, which might be very important to industrial environments or folks in high-density areas like multi-dwelling buildings, airports, shopping malls, what have you. But critically, Wi-Fi 6 is the first Wi-Fi generation in a long time to offer a boost in dual band performance. So you'll recall that Wi-Fi 5, based on uh, 802.11ac, delivered improvements strictly in 5 gigahertz. But Wi-Fi 6 was built from the ground up to support both 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. And then, as we've just been discussing, more recently, the regulatory process in the U.S. and Europe and other places has extended the option to operate in 6 gigahertz. With Wi-Fi 6, we fully took advantage of that with Wi-Fi 6E. And so now we have Wi-Fi 6 as a technology that is not only gaining a lot of popularity, but it operates in three bands and it just gives you an experience like you haven't had before. Yeah. And all this came about at the same time that more and more of us have been working from home. So that probably played a role as well, don't you think? Absolutely. There's been just much reported about the criticality of Wi-Fi and keeping the world turning during the pandemic. You may have seen reports, for example, from air ties last year where they were seeing Wi-Fi network traffic at home increase by north of 70%, upward to close to 200% between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., And we have seen, similarly, the number of Wi-Fi active users at home about doubled during the pandemic. And as everybody has experienced with Zoom, GoToMeeting, and other solutions, video conferencing has just exploded since 2020. In 2020 alone, we saw um, about a 300% increase in video traffic, which continues to be the primary data driver at home today with folks working from home and schooling from, from home, et cetera. 
Yeah, and I think Airtize also predicted that 71% of us will continue to work from home at least part-time, even when and if this pandemic finally ends. Obviously, uh, this is a trend that will continue and, and the Wi-Fi support will be needed going forward. Let's switch gears for a minute and move from talking about Wi-Fi supporting people to Wi-Fi supporting things. IoT requirements are a big part of what I think you see going into 2022. Can you bring us up to speed there? Right. So Wi-Fi is arguably the most popular IoT technology full stop. Already today, Wi-Fi is the most popular IoT technology in the home, connecting not only your computers, but also your thermostat, your lights, your outlets, your dishwasher, your smoke detector, your garage door opener. We could go on. And similarly, Wi-Fi is very popular in industrial, agricultural, aviation, many other IoT environments where Wi-Fi solutions exist already today. And in 2022, we expect that the IoT, and in particular Wi-Fi devices in IoT, will flourish in tremendous uh, new applications and environments in healthcare, logistics, education, transportation, and many others. There is a terrific confluence happening right now of interest, technical feasibility, affordability, and scale that's afforded by solutions like Wi-Fi Halo and Wi-Fi 6, So there is a a Wi-Fi connectivity option now for most IoT environments and applications in 2022. So we expect, uh, obviously, that this will be one of the verticals, one of the segments in the IoT market that will see just very, very strong growth in 2022. And that's been one of our predictions. Great. Can you explain Wi-Fi Halo in case anyone doesn't know what that is? Sure. My pleasure. Wi-Fi Halo is a version of Wi-Fi that operates in the sub-gigahertz spectrum, around the 900 megahertz band. And it's unique in that it offers just a great combination of profile for IoT devices, right? So it has a much larger service area, around a kilometer. And it's very effective in its channelization. So it uses, you know, very small channels. And the combination then allows you to do some very interesting things with power efficiency. So just a very great option for sensors, for monitoring devices, for positioning, locationing, all kinds of applications that are just suited for for IoT. And we expect that uh, on the network side, Wi-Fi gear will have support for Halo alongside support for traditional 2.4 and 5 and 6 gigahertz Wi-Fi. Great. Yeah, we do hear so much about the importance of that power efficiency for a lot of the, the IoT applications. So I think that's going to be very important, right? Absolutely. We have been keeping that in mind in the way that Wi-Fi has evolved in the last decade. Uh-huh. And so... There's been steady stream of enhancements around traditional Wi-Fi power consumption, Mm -hmm. all the way with Wi-Fi 6, the latest version of Wi-Fi, which people generally recognize as a very high-performance technology. But if you look under the covers, it also includes technologies like target wake time that allow devices to fully go to sleep for a very long period of time which multiplies the battery life that you can extract from devices that really don't need to be connected. But let's say, for example, once a day to upload the metrics or to tell the network where the equipment is that is being tracked, uh, et cetera. So that on the traditional Wi-Fi side, but Halo just has, Halo is totally optimized for IoT. So, you know, we're very excited about what folks will be able to do with that. 
And by the way, I'll yeah, just... And I'll I, just I think the t- Sorry about this, but I just wanted to mention, we're excited about Wi-Fi Halo because uh, even though we've been talking about it for some time, we only just recently in the last weeks launched uh, certification and interoperability for Wi-Fi Halo, which means that consumers, buyers out there can buy with confidence because devices are Wi-Fi certified. They'll bring with them the assurances of quality, security, and all the hallmarks of our Wi-Fi certified program. Okay, great. Well, I'm very glad you brought up certification because I think you've been doing a lot over the past few months around certification to allow Wi-Fi networks to reach new optimization levels. Can you bring us up to speed on that? Yes. In Wi-Fi Alliance, you know, along with bringing you great solutions like Wi-Fi 6 and Wi-Fi Halo, we also consistently work on ingredient technologies, right, that enhance mobility efficiency, visibility, manageability, et cetera. Uh, As part of the Wi-Fi certified program, your audience may recognize that we have uh, Wi-Fi certified Easy Connect and Easy Mesh and optimized connectivity, QoS management, data elements, password, just all of these technologies that together our community has been working on for a long time to enhance network optimization. And with those technologies, you know, not only initially delivered, but increasingly being incorporated into the full range of ecosystem solutions from Wi-Fi chipsets, from folks like Qualcomm, Broadcom, Intel, MediaTek, Marvel, et cetera, to network gear from the likes of Aruba HPE and AirTies and TP-Link and client devices like Samsung and Google and Motorola, it means that more and more the full ecosystem that exists in networks today can capitalize on intelligence that our Wi-Fi industry has been stockpiling for years and years to deliver smarter, highly optimized Wi-Fi networking in 2022. All of this, by the way, comes just at a great moment because we are expecting the Wi-Fi install base to grow to about 18 billion devices globally uh, in 2022. And it's just hard to comprehend the scale of Wi-Fi, right? If you add all the computers and all the televisions and all the cars and all the people in the world, all of that together is only about half the number of Wi-Fi devices that currently are serving the world. So we're very cognizant about this in Wi-Fi Alliance. And so we've been delivering, trickling all these uh, capabilities so that in this future of very congested Wi-Fi networks, Wi-Fi can be smarter, highly optimized, and self-optimizing in order to continue to deliver the bulk of the data traffic to the world. Right. Okay. What are some of the future innovations in Wi-Fi that you're most excited about? Is it Wi-Fi 7 or is it something else? Well, we are very excited about Wi-Fi 6, which is today's version of Wi-Fi and seeing that in more places. As you may recall, we just recently released an update for Wi-Fi 6, which we call Wi-Fi Certified 6 Release 2. And this brings advanced new capabilities that support uh, growing device usages and traffic density to deliver greater performance and power management in Wi-Fi networks. Obviously, Wi-Fi 6 also brings some precedented performance with the ability to operate in 6 gigahertz. Wi-Fi continues its rapid rate of innovation with uh, work already underway within Wi-Fi Alliance to define next-generation Wi-Fi 7 requirements that will enhance support for metaverse and industrial IoT, automotive, telepresence, 
and many other applications that require higher data rates and traffic latency and reliability and QoS. But obviously, that's very many years away yet. And in the meantime, we are continuing to work on enhancing all of those areas. Wi-Fi certified is an essential ingredient for assuring that a good experience uh, from Wi-Fi products serving an inflection point for mass market adoption of Wi-Fi generations. To that end, Wi-Fi Alliance is going to continue to work on uh, defining Wi-Fi certified 7. So that work is progressing. But in the meantime, our industry just has so much work going on around Wi-Fi 6 and enhancements, as we discussed today, to network optimization and use cases for IoT. And so there's just a whole lot to be excited about Wi-Fi in the future and Wi-Fi in 2022. All right. So lots of run room for Wi-Fi 6 and 6E before we need to start thinking about Wi-Fi 7, right? You said it best. Absolutely. Well, Edgar, thank you so much. This has been super informative. I really appreciate your time and insights today. Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure. And I hope uh, to speak with you again soon, Martha. And that is our show. Thank you so much for listening to The Signal. You can check the show notes for links to all the resources we discussed today. Specifically, you'll find a link to a video playlist with a dozen Wi-Fi Alliance members discussing the same trends that we illuminated today. We have executives from AirTies, Aruba, Asha, Boingo, Broadcom, Comscope, Extreme Networks, HFCL Limited, Intel, NetExperience, Onsemi, and Qualcomm. You definitely want to check that out. Those are some great insights from those executives. As always, for all things Wi-Fi, check out the Wi-Fi Alliance. That's y-fi.org, wifi.org, or connect with us on social. I'm Martha DeGrasse. Join us next time for The Signal.